Hello, film lovers, and welcome to the Films I Love Most podcast. We are living in very strange times right now, but don't worry because we have got the remedy for that. Every day, we're going to be recommending a film to you that you can watch from the comfort of your own home, available on various streaming services. So let's get to it. Sit down, relax, and whap out your isolation snacks because here is the Films I Love Most podcast, Isolation Station. Everybody and welcome to the Films I Love Most podcast, Isolation Station. So, how are you all doing? I mean, this is day eight of the Isolation Station. So, you know, this whole isolation thing is starting to become a bit of the norm now. I'm a little bit concerned about what it's like, what it's going to be like to go back into normal life. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to handle it. Going to sit in the cinema and watch a film and not be able to snuggle up in my duvet and have tea on tap and have whatever snacks I want to make. I think it's going to be a strange experience going back, even though this is only the end of week one. But it's been an interesting week and I'd just like to thank you all for joining me here on the isolation station. We are, of course, going to be carrying on with lots of fun and frolics over the next few weeks or however long this madness lasts for. And we have another quiz on Wednesday. Now, I can't remember the date. Let me just look up the date. I'm very prepared, aren't I? So it'll be Wednesday, the 1st of April. So that'll be Wednesday, the 1st of April. April Fool's Day. Brilliant. So that's when our next quiz is going to be. And it's going to be the quarantine quiz, the sequel. So the 1st of April at 7.30 p.m. And did you enjoy yesterday's film, American Werewolf in London? Very interesting to see the scenes in that film of London packed full of people. As right now, there's not a soul in sight. But it's a great movie. And if you can catch it, then please do. Sorry, I've got hiccups. Um, 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 um is my favourite word at the moment. So today's film is available on Netflix and it's just been released and it's a Spanish film and it's called The Platform. Now I was a little bit, oh sorry the trailer is just starting for uh, for The Platform. Um, I would say that this film is definitely, definitely, definitely not for the faint-hearted. I know that this is the second day in a row that I'm doing a horror film, but I don't really see this as a horror film. It's more of a social, psychological thriller with elements of horror. So the platform is about a living facility which is on like uh, like different levels, so different platforms, and there's two people each platform. And every day there is a platform that comes down from the very top to the very bottom which is covered in all different foodstuffs, 
Now, obviously, as the platform goes down, the food begins to dwindle. So the people at the top get fed quite well. And as the platform goes down nearer to the bottom, then there's no food left. Those people don't eat at all and have to, you know, take drastic measures to make sure that they stay fed and strong. Some of these will turn your stomach. Like I said, this film is not for people that don't like gore. It is not for you. Okay, just to let you know. But it's a very interesting social experiment. There's various reasons why people are in there. For some, it's a punishment. For some, like I think to make like it's very difficult to work out this. But I think that some people go in there, and when they come out, they can have you know different things. They can choose what they want to have. So it's almost like an endurance test. And when they're released, they can get you know what their hearts desire. And our main character is in there because he wants a degree um, from university. So that's why he's doing it. But the film is very, very well made. The script isn't particularly strong, but the set pieces are, which I think what makes it really, really engaging and very exciting to watch. It's also an interesting character piece. You think to yourself, what would you do in that situation? The residents of the platform change levels every week. So you only spend a week on each level. So you might be in level six, which, you know, you'll get fed quite well. Or you might be in level 203, in which when the platform comes down to you, there'll be no food whatsoever. So it really is one of those sort of interesting films that make you think, what would I do in that situation? How would I survive if I was had to spend a week on level 203 with no food how far would I go would I be able to endure it and there's some interesting questions that are raised in the film and it's a very very well made um with these sort of you know quite high concept thrillers it's for me anyway it's integral to the story and the plot and my belief in it that the world is completely like relatable and and realistic and I can tell you that in this they do a really good job in building a world that is recognizable but also you know harrowing so I think that really is also a really good thing about the film um I would say it's there's some elements of it that some people will not enjoy there's quite a strong element of cannibalism, so just beware. Like I said, yeah, nothing too graphic, but um, it is uh, more psychological than visual. And I think the platform's a really strongly well-made piece of of cinema or film. So I'm gonna recommend it, but I only recommend it to those of you that can stomach it because it is quite gruesome so there you go that is the recommendation for today the platform which is available on netflix now we won't have um, an episode over the weekend saturday sunday because i'm going to spend my days cleaning and reading and getting some things done but i will be back on monday for the next episode of the isolation station so just take a couple of days just to relax and you know maybe do some different activities than watching tv because i'll be honest with you my eyes are going square 
So, yeah, thank you very much for joining me here on this episode of the Films I Love Most podcast, Isolation Station. And I shall see you again on Monday. Stay safe, everybody. Stay healthy and enjoy your weekend. There are three kinds of people. The ones above, the ones below, and the ones who fall. So this is, uh... The pit. Bingo. Mr. Chumagasi, do you know how this all works? It's obvious. We must eat. What will it be? Whatever the ones above don't want. It's disgusting. How many are below us? Soon there will be less. Was that a person? Obviously it was a person. Nobody's gonna do anything! If everybody ate only what they needed, the food would get to the lowest level. Help me go down. Down a suicide. Hunger will drive you mad. You have a big heart, but honestly, I don't think you'll survive for long. Just as a little added extra, this is a review of a film called Color Out of Space which was recorded with the lovely Hannah about a week and a half before we went into lockdown. It was going to take centre stage in the episode of the Films I Love Most podcast that was going to come up if we hadn't had the coronavirus shutdown. So as a little extra and to, to tide you over for the weekend, here is me and Hannah at the Prince Charles Cinema reviewing Colour Out of Space, starring Nicolas Cage. Hello, it's freezing outside the Prince Charles Theatre. Theatre? <laughs> Prince Charles Cinema. Mm -hmm. And me and Hannah are here. Hi, Hannah. Hello. And we've just watched Colour Out of Space, starring... Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and what did you think? This is going to be very quick, because I'm going to die of... Hy of um, hypothermia. Hypothermia. Stick home this week. I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> But I feel like I said that to every film we ever see, but I did. And did you? I'm really surprised you said that. Well, actually. I, I, I thought it was a lot of fun, even though Nicolas Cage was very wacky, but you know, it's what you expect. He was from Donald him. Trump. Yeah, he had an interesting lot of um, selection of voices that he was doing. One of them very much like a Donald Trump impression. Trump like. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, it was, it was kind of grotesque, the film. Um, I thought it was very. Well, very grotesque. Very slow. To begin really? with, I thought the pacing was mm. a problem. Mm. I thought it took uh, forever to get going. Mm -hmm. I thought the last ten minutes were actually really good. Yeah, I like the effects in the yeah. end, the finale. Spectre vision. Yeah, yeah. Spectre vision, like all the big bright, you know, purple and pink colours and all that. I really like that. Yeah. Um, but I think there was definitely pacing issues. Possibly. And performance issues <laughs> are plenty <laughs> with Donald Trump 
Cage. Make it, yes, Donald Trump Cage, that's what we'll call him. But yeah, the effects were good fun, and it's very reminiscent of The Thing, which yeah. was good fun. So uh, the story is basically a meteorite lands, and... Um, in this farm with this family and it starts to spread its influence across the farm and through like wildlife and you know in the drinking water and there's something in the well I'm not quite sure what the significance of the well was but I suppose because where they get their water from so they're drinking it well it never really becomes that clear I think in the the book that's based on they, it all comes from the water in the well and there's something living in the well but there oh, okay. was nothing really living in the well in this instance no, it was H.P. Lovecraft originally yeah. the story isn't it colour out of space yeah. Um, yeah I thought it was interesting I really liked the last 10 minutes mm-hmm. I thought it took forever to get going and there's too many alpacas in it oh, I love the alpacas I love the like, Nicholas Cage cares more about the alpacas than he cared for his family I must say he was more upset with what happened to the alpacas than what happened to his wife and son it and seemed. that was pretty grotesque yeah. what happened to his wife and son and um, can you give me your favourite line from the film because there were some absolute oh, corkers I, I, let me think well one that brings to mind is like you handled the alpacas but like, there's more yeah I'm going to handle your mother what like you handled the alpacas <laughs> that was a great line um, my favourite one at the beginning when they're sitting around the table and they're just talking about mystery meat <laughs> phrase that I've never heard before and probably never will again I also enjoyed when in the early stages of the film the young son is affected by a sudden like lightning burst and they're worrying about him but Nicolas Cage says rather than going to the hospital he's like no 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 it'll take too long and he like flings this teddy bear across the room yeah 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 (laughs) we both laughed at that bit he just like just randomly just throws this teddy bear across the room for no apparent reason (laughs) and he also does a lot of hand gestures that are Trump as well yeah you know the circling of the hands he's very self like consciously Trump yeah and now the director Mm -hmm. what's his name Stanley yeah what's what's he really done before I think I, I think I remember reading that he hasn't done anything for a while. He's had a bit of a career break, but I yeah. can't remember. He done one film before, didn't he? Done he done one film before. He's done, um, made one film before, Which one? Um, oh. but I can't remember. No, I don't know. But I will I will research and and put it in the in the footnotes of the podcast. So what would you give it out of ten? Six or a seven? Oh, you're so generous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go five or six. I go five. Okay. Um, because it is, it was interesting, but I thought there was there was huge issues with the pacing and the script was pretty poor. I think but I'm the effects were good. I'm basically rating on how much I enjoyed it. Though I enjoyed watching it. But you like Mandy, and I haven't seen that yet. Mandy's I still so much better. Haven't seen oh, it. Okay. Mandy's actually a good film. Maybe we'll review Mandy. I'm, on I'm here. giving some awareness that this film was not necessarily a good film, but I enjoyed it. But yeah, Mandy yeah, is sure. actually a good film. Okay, so my mission is going to going to be to watch Mandy. Yeah. Because that's also Nicolas Cage with Spectre Vision. Yes. And I'm a huge fan of Spectre Vision. I mean, it looks beautiful it and it's really good. And it's 80s and the soundtrack was quite, you know, 80s fired. And I quite like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I just couldn't stop laughing at the clangers of one-liners <laughs> that were just coming out of their mouths. So, yeah, I'm going to give it five and you give it six. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Films I Love Most podcast isolation station. Remember, if you've got any films that you'd like us to watch or any films that you'd like to review, you can contact us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much, guys. Remember, stay safe, self-isolate and remember your health is the most important thing. And join us here next time at the Films I Love Most podcast. (laughs) 